You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more information about the variety of topics covered on the show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. And if you enjoy this episode, please consider becoming a monthly donor to support my work and allow it to continue to go on and be free for all to access for as low as 99 cents a month. Visit the support the show link on my site's homepage for more information. Hello everybody and welcome back to 17 Kara K-Pop. So much news to cover today, so let's just dive right into it. The first big headlining story being, forgive me for this in advance, BTS rolling on like a Rolling Stone. BTS cover the June issue of Rolling Stone magazine. James Corden summarized their appeal as, quote, It never feels like they're in the machine. They are the machine, unquote. And Mr. Bang said, quote, I don't want them to be false idols. I wanted to create a BTS that could become a close friend, unquote. Together, the fact that they're not in the machine, they are the machine, and they connect with fans on a very human level, shows that they're really staying true to themselves, working outside of the system in some ways. They refuse to be cookie cutter. The piece mentions how when Hybe puts together songs, head producer P-Dog does make the final cut. He makes the final choices, but they have input at first from artists from all over the world. It's really a global project to put together BTS songs, which really shows in the variety of music that we get from them, which also makes their catalog stand out. The piece also notes that, quote, several Western songwriters who have worked with the group in the past say they're currently in touch with BTS's team about new songs, unquote. So keep your eyes peeled for familiar names. One of the songs the article highlights as a key example of BTS's interesting and clever lyrics is 134340. That was the asteroid number assigned to Pluto when it stopped being considered a planet, and BTS took that idea and turned it into a metaphor about feeling like you lost your special title and no longer feel like a literal star, but finding a way to still orbit each other as they sing and stay in each other's orbits despite a loss of a special title. Side note, not super relevant to the metaphor, but I just want to highlight my favorite lyric from that song, which is, us is the plural of you. Us is the plural of the letter U, which I thought was really clever. Anyway, RM's interview centered around identity, and he talked about wanting everyone to be able to just live in this gray area. He always says we all have a whole galaxy inside of us. We are all complex human beings. We don't fit these binary labels of what we do is masculine or feminine. What we do is quote-unquote Korean or not Korean. That's why he's always citing Kim Wonki, an abstract artist who always talks about how it seems like a waste of time to worry about which elements of his art are officially the Korean influences on his work and which aren't. They're just him. His art is just his. It is inherently Korean because that's who he is. But why worry about how it's Korean? Just let it exist in its complexities. The main takeaway I got from Jungkook's interview, he's still the same Jungkook we know and love. He was still fanboying over RM. What I really appreciate about Jin's profile is that it really showed his layers. He's not just this vain Mr. Worldwide Handsome guy. He is Mr. Worldwide Handsome, but that's beside the point. It's kind of like a shield for him, and this interview really shows that that he latches on to the fact that he was basically scouted into the group for his good looks. 
He had set out to become an actor, not a singer or a dancer, and so he felt this extra pressure to prove that he can sing and dance. He says in one breath, quote, I want to emphasize for the record that everybody went berserk about how good-looking I was, unquote, referring to a variety show appearance. And in the next sentence, he's talking about his insecurities and how he actually went into the practice studios in the early days, way earlier or stayed up later than the rest of the members to spend extra hours practicing because he worried about being a burden to the other members who had more experience singing and dancing. He didn't want to slow them down. So it's important to remember that, that he is kind of using this worldwide handsome label as like a defense mechanism to boost his own confidence because he's tra- he needs to help himself out with insecurity still. So it's almost like a mask to focus on that title. And it's important to see that less confident, more vulnerable side of him as well. One final interesting detail is that Jin said, quote, I don't think I'll refuse any rock style songs that come our way, unquote. I am very down for them to continue to have songs like Moon that have a bit of a rock tinge to them. Jimin's individual interview really highlighted his sense that there is this really special relationship between BTS and the fandom, the ARMY. He talked about how even when he gets so old he can't dance anymore, he wants to just sit on stage and still sing along with fans. He talks about wanting to do this for the rest of his life. He says, We've been telling people to really love themselves and telling them to be stronger. This year I began to tell myself these things as well, unquote. So he's really reflecting on how not only is BTS's music positively influencing and inspiring ARMY, but that ARMY in turn is giving him the courage to pursue those same goals they've been preaching about. Similar to Jin's, J-Hope's interview shows this other side to him that is not exactly the front-facing side the public sees day-to-day. Where he talked about, yes, he's the hope-filled member, he's the one who's all about positivity, but he also has his downsides, days that are really rough. He reflected on making the Hope World mixtape, and I was surprised to hear how much he seemed wistful for those days. Like, he looks back on it as a time when he was more innocent, less jaded, more optimistic. Even though it was just a few years ago, he feels like he's changed and grown up a lot since then, which has its pros and cons. It was also interesting to hear him reflect on finally finishing Blue Side, an outro from Hope World that he eventually extended into a full-length song. There are two key quotes from Sugar that I want to highlight. One is him talking about his opening up about struggles with mental illnesses on his August D pseudonym song, The Last, from 2016, where he says, quote, For anybody, these emotions are not things that need to be hidden. They need to be discussed and expressed. Whatever emotion I may be feeling, I'm always ready to express them, unquote. Secondly, when they were asked about worrying about how ARMY would react if they start dating, he said, quote, I have a hard time understanding this question. The ARMY is a diverse group. In this hypothetical situation, some may accept it, some may not. Whether it's dating or something else, they're all individuals, and they will understand things differently, unquote. Two really key takeaways. The fact that he is so open in encouraging people to express themselves and talk about topics that might seem taboo but are therapeutic to discuss out in the open. And he highlights how the army is so diverse, not even just demographically, but diverse ideologically, diverse experience-wise. The lives of army, as are the lives of any fandom, 
members are so varied, and that's a key detail that often gets overlooked when trying to figure out what fans see in BTS. And part of it is just that they see themselves, because they aren't treated as a monolith. They are treated as all having galaxies inside them, as RM says, as complex humans with permission to process complex emotions and react independent of one another, as well as take collective action. They can do both at once. They can, they can exist in those multitude of ways. I will revisit this conversation after recording this episode when V solo profile is available. But for now, I will just say a key quote from him is, quote, I think J-Hope can run for president of the world, unquote. So overall, really great package of interviews that really shows BTS in all of their layers and describes the ARMY in all of their layers as well. Really appreciate the job they did. And as always, I will link to these pieces on my newsletter. Moving on to story number two. Just as I predicted, Digital KCON is coming back this June. The second lineup will be revealed after recording time, but I'll keep you posted, of course. The third lineup announcement comes May 25th, and then the daily schedule will be out the following day, the 26th. But so far, the lineup is interestingly all boy groups and one girl group, Wiki Mickey. I hope more girl groups are included, but it's interesting the first lineup only had Wiki Mickey. The lineup so far, aside from them, SF9, Icon, B2B, Golden Child, One Us, ONF, On and Off, and Highlight. Next category of stories, New Beginnings. Barry Good has decided to disband. Joe Hyun had been having a lot of talks with them. She wanted permission to join Star Weave Entertainment since her contract was going to expire soon anyway. She wondered if they could expedite this process. So they did, and Sehyun subsequently decided not to renew her contract with them. I worry that the COVID pandemic-induced financial toll is part of the reason they broke up, because like we've talked about before on this show, a key source of revenue for more under-the-radar underdog companies is touring, and that revenue dried up last year. Their official statement said, quote, After facing hardship after hardship, we've decided to end Barry Good's promotions, unquote. In more sad news, G-Friend is reportedly planning to disband. Source Music confirmed their contracts expire this Saturday, May 22nd, and someone leaked to the Korean Herald that this implies they all want to just go pursue solo opportunities now, which is really sad. They had a cool music video universe they'd been creating, and it feels like six, seven years was not enough to flesh that out. In better news, JB from GOT7 just joined Higher Music. Really important to highlight the, this is just a Jay Park appreciation moment because he actually reached out to JB, saw potential in him, recruited him, and they had ongoing talks about him joining Higher Music. Jay Park is really invested in each individual artist he signs, and so that is a promising sign for JB's creative future, creative freedom in his future, as well as just an interesting full circle moment because they were both at JYP and now they're both at higher. Miyawaki Sakura, formerly from Eyes One, is officially graduating after 10 years in the band HKT48. The announcement came May 15th and her official send-off graduation show is going to be held June 19th. As of recording time, it's not confirmed yet, so my guess is the signing with Hybe contract rumor 
is not going to be confirmed until after that graduation show in June. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. Two more big announcements lately about new beginnings. Sandra Park is leaving YG Entertainment after 17 years with them. And Kim Sejun just renewed her contract with Jellyfish Entertainment. Moving on to the final big story of the day, so much exciting news from Seventeen. I am so excited for June. It's going to be huge for Carrots. First of all, Rolling Stones in my room series of videos performing live covers of their songs. This new live version of Trauma is particularly wonderful in my opinion. Then they released their W Magazine feature. Then there's the fact that just before recording time, Wanwu and Mingyu decided to drop the news that they have a new single with Lee Hai coming out May 28th. It's called Bittersweet. Then there's the fact that Not Alone just went double platinum in Japan since it sold over half a million copies so far. And it's now officially recognized by the Japan Recording Association as having what they call a gold disc double platinum status. Then there's the fact that they are officially partnering, their company is, with UMG, Universal Music Group to really help boost their international album distribution and promo that will officially be in effect starting next month with their album release, Your Choice. It kicks off the Power of Love series, and it will be out June 18th. Not sure why they didn't choose June 17th. It probably just has to do with music chart timing, but seems like a missed opportunity for me. Anyway, they released a super cute animated video to go with this announcement that has a lot of cute Easter eggs for a long time carrots. My favorite in particular is Esku posing the camera and jumping into the shot as the timer runs out, just like he did in the Monse video. They hinted at a lot of a North American promo focus for this comeback. So in June, maybe they want to call into 17 karat K-pop? Just throwing that out there? USA-based? I digress. Let's move on to rapid-fire headlines. Here's your super quick overview of what else happened in the world of K-pop this past week. Congrats to Lee Jae-jin from Zexkis, who just got married. Luna are the newest ambassadors for the Korean Culture Abroad project. They were appointed to that position after ATs was last year by the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism to help promote the Hallyu wave. The National Orchestra of Korea is set to perform hit BTS songs using traditional instruments. In Seoul, although there will be live streaming, it's part of a seasonal push to promote to a younger audience traditional Korean instruments. Next week is set to be super huge for ARMY. Don't forget this Sunday, May 23rd, BTS will perform at the BBMAs. Then May 28th, which is the following Friday, they'll perform on Good Morning America's summer concert series. The day before that, the 27th, they are set to make a cameo on the Friends HBO Max reunion special. I'm excited for that, not because I like the show Friends, honestly, I don't watch it, but I'm very excited for RM. This is a very cool moment for him, because remember, that's how he taught himself English. He just watched Friends, first with subtitles, then without, and he learned over time that way. Very excited for him to get to have this special moment. I also want to applaud HBO Max for not milking the BTS cameo too much because it could be like a five second thing and I'm glad they're not just promoting the special trying to get viewers focused on that cameo. It's just listed as one of many. Even more BTS news, they won the three Webby Awards they were nominated for 
when it comes to Carpool Karaoke, their online concert, and their Dear Class of 2020 event. They also just won for Best Music Documentary for Break the Silence at MTV's TV and Movie Awards. Monster X's Juhani just joined Instagram, as did four members of G-Idol, Yuki, Minnie, Mian, and Shua. Brave Girls and Drippin are the latest artists to join the Universe app. I already miss Baekhyun as he goes off to fulfill his military enlistment time, but in the meantime, he has left us with a special surprise. Every month during his absence, on the 17th of the month, special timing, very special, subtle shout-out to 17 Karat K-pop, obviously. Every 17th of the month, a new YouTube video will be out. Jiho from Oh My Girl had a stumble on the stairs, and she's fine, but she will sit out for the rest of their latest promo round. Wendy just joined the Community Chest of Korea Honor Society, a recognition that comes for any donor who has donated over 100 million won over their lifetime to that charity. NCT's Chunla continues to live his fanboy dreams. He got a special shout-out in Q&A for the Chase Center's Dub Nation event, all about his love for the Golden State Warriors. So on their website now, he has a special interview. Next Level by Espa has topped iTunes in 26 regions around the world. Taeyeon and Baekhyun's SoundCloud collaboration in Monroe has surpassed 2 million streams. Taeyeon's lawn flight video has surpassed 18 million views. Definitely the goal of reaching 20 million by his birthday in July is super doable, I think. Interestingly, also 18 million is the key number for Spotify, where his lawn flight, single, and instrumental combined collectively now total 18 million streams. NCT 127 are the first NCT subunit to reach 4 million Spotify listeners, Reaching 5 million streams on Spotify is Ian and RM's collaboration, Don't. Twice's breakthrough video just surpassed 100 million views. Blackpink and Lady Gaga's collaboration, Sour Candy. Just the audio has surpassed 100 million YouTube views. BTS now officially has 10 million fans on the Weverse app. NCT Dream has officially reached million album seller status thanks to Hot Sauce and the 17 karat K-pop promo push, obviously. Quick updates in the J-pop space. The J-pop star Lisa now has 5 million Spotify listeners. Right around her career anniversary, we love to see it. And the Miku Expo lineup is here. Visit MikuExpo.com for more info. Remember to plan your schedule based on Japanese Standard Time, June 6th. Three final comments to make for today's episode. First of all, shout out to LeeTeon.com and the creators of it who are at HolyTeon and at NCitizenSaid on Twitter. Really great job on this comprehensive site that's also very aesthetic with appearances, Instagram content, video playlists, all things LeeTeon always updating. So make sure you check out their site. Also, I have updated my NCT Talk page on my website, 17caratkpop.weebly.com, with my Taeyeon-specific deep dive into his SoundCloud releases episodes. Scroll to the bottom of the NCT Talk page for those, and I will keep updating you there as well. Next, I want to just express my condolences to Jayun's family. Jayun from MC The Max recently passed away, and I just want to send hope and healing to that family. 
Lastly, while I still have your attention, through the end of May, make sure you buy from Penguin Random House if you want proceeds to go to Asian Americans Advancing Justice. That deal lasts through the end of May. Thank you all for listening to today's news roundup, and I'll talk to you all again very soon for a ton of thoughts and theories about Taman and hyphen and more.